it's 10 hours. This is episode 351 on the 14th of April 2021 and I welcome you to this beautiful Wednesday morning. After the euphoria of 350 episodes, it's time to settle back down and get back to business. Let's take a look at this morning's episode's highlights. We will start with the song of Queens, the show must go on, then talk about how WWE became the first proper governing body or the first proper entertainment industry to allow fans back in its stadium, though it was limited to one such pay-per-view only and how other governing bodies must pay heed and carry on this tradition instead of going with the outdated idea of not allowing fans. Moving on, we will discuss about the recently concluded WrestleMania pay-per-view and all the hype surrounding it and how the coming back of fans got even the most stoic of wrestlers emotional. Then we will discuss the championships retained the new champions crowned and the effect it will have on future pay-per-views and regular tapings. Then always we will cap this beautiful episode off with Edgy Wells The Time Machine. Let's begin this beautiful episode by with the song Queens The Show Must Go On. Empty spaces, what are we living for? 
abandoned places i guess we know the score on and on does anybody know what are we looking for another hero another mindless crime behind the curtain in the pantomime hold the line does anybody want to take it any more the show must go on the show must go on yeah the show must go on yeah inside my heart is breaking my makeup may be flaking but my smile still says on whatever happens i leave it all to chance another heartache another failed romance on and on does anybody know what are we living for i guess i'm learning i must be warmer now i'll soon be turning round the corner now outside the dawn is breaking but inside in the dark i am aching to be free the show must go on the show must go on yeah oh inside my heart is breaking my makeup may be flaking but my smile still says on yeah oh oh my soul is painted like the wings of butterflies fairy tales of yesterday grow but never die i can fly my friends the show must go on yeah the show must go on yeah i'll face it with a grin i'm never giving in on with the show oh i'll top the bill i'll overkill i have to will the carry on on with the show with the show the show must go on thank you so much let's move on to the main discussion of tonight's this morning's episode 
the crowd returning to a WWE pay-per-view should make the other governing bodies rethink their outdated and myopic strategies to play behind closed doors, especially the current 20-over domestic competition and the Olympics and other international competitions. Well, why target WrestleMania over the returning of crowds? WrestleMania is the most hyped entertainment show that is overhyped, over-exaggerated, but it's well-conducted and well-organized. If there are teething problems, well, that's not my concern. Though it was good to watch real crowds, organic cheers instead of watching them on LED boards as people were duped by rumors, though the crowd presence was reserved only for this pay-per-view. Because of its obvious emotional past and the hype created around it that the most stoic of wrestlers also went teary-eyed. But if you look at the current 20-over domestic competition, there are no crowds to make the cricketers feel alive and make them feel that there are crowds. The production staff creates computer-generated noises for the crowds. But I think they don't go with the match situation. They just press the button when the crowd goes berserk as is thus in a real crowd environment. But they don't do it without any cognition. They do it without thinking if that particular situation requires pressing the button for the crowd. It looked very exciting when they started but now it's looking a little boring because the production staff and the people involved in pressing the button to create that noise in that environment. They don't do it according to the match situation. They cling on to the stereotype that people at home and the athletes on the ground are gullible enough and will fall for it. But before we go further, let's take a short break. the Wrestlemania pay-per-view is concerned, let's look at some of the championships that were retained. Lashley and Drew McIntyre fought for the WWE World Championship and as is the norm, the WWE management wants to promote Lashley who according to the stories created has earned his first title after 16 years. And because McIntyre has had a run for over a year, 
since you won his first title last year they wanted to give lashley an extended run but mcintyre has got another opportunity when he defeated randy ortons and braun strowman to once again face lashley at the backlash pay-per-view so we'll discuss that as and when the time comes moving on on the universal championship side a character similar to lashley is roman reigns who has maintained his heel over the past nine months and here also reigns was facing the 2021 royal rumble winner edge and daniel bryan for the wwe universal championship here it was a different and reigns could have easily lost triple threat rules means that whoever pins the other the champion doesn't does not have to be involved to lose his or her title but here once again reigns cousin jay uso interfered in the match as he often does and made sure that edge and brian were rendered motionless enough for roman reigns to execute a spear and pin them both to retain his universal championship but i think the rivalry between the three of them is still not over and something is still cooking up and we shall know as and when time progresses now the question comes this is obviously a pipe dream and hypothetical but is it time for a reigns lashley showdown with Paul Heyman on one side as the strategist and MVP on the other side as the second strategist can their characters of the almighty and head of the table clash it is a possibility for a winner take all championship match will the WWE management risk such a thing that's something that needs to be seen they don't want to risk it as they want to keep Lashley and Reigns separate in their separate brands of Raw and SmackDown. But who else can challenge Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship title? At this point, apart from Edge and Bryan, who have been his obvious opponents, one more individual who hasn't got a title match over the past 12 months. Or 24 months rather is Seth Rollins he also deserves a title opportunity and he is the only one who knows to counter Roman Reigns having been part of a faction three years ago but before we discuss the further championships let's take a short break it's 1015.
moving on to the championships retained in the women's tag team division Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax defeated Tamina and Natalia to retain their women's tag team championship while Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler retained their SmackDown tag team championships well these were the championships retained there were also some new champions crowned a few shocking champions and a few obvious champions Bianca Belair the winner of the women's 2021 Royal Rumble event went on to beat Sasha Banks at the main event for the SmackDown's women's championship on the other hand at the NXT pay-per-view Raquel Gonzalez defeated Io Shirai for the NXT women's championship Rhea Ripley defeated Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship though the emergence of Rhea Ripley from NXT to the main roster was something that everyone was looking for and then to win her first major championship will have a huge impact on how other women wrestlers respond to this on the other hand for championships which are considered kind of second hand Sheamus defeated Riddle for the US championship this was to make for his failed attempts to qualify and challenge his opponents for the WWE world championship on the other hand Apollo Crews also having a tough time now transforming into a new avatar of Nigerian royalty and changing his accent defeated Big E in a no disqualification match thanks to a interference by one of his cohorts and the interference came at the right time which showed that this is what everyone was expecting and then for the NXT men's championship as was the hype created between Karrion Cross and Finn Balor Karrion Cross defeats Finn Balor for the NXT championship and what does it mean it means that Finn Balor Io Shirai may be heading for the main roster that is the raw and smackdown roster it is a possibility that these two might head over there will it happen it's yet to be known but these are the new champions crowned and they will obviously have a challenger one might expect sasha banks to have a rematch asuka already had a rematch with rhea ripley before it was cut short by the interference of a certain charlotte flair so are we looking at a tri- triple threat match between flair ripley and asuka that will be known in a while so these are the championships that were retained and obviously expect a rematch clause to be initiated now let's get to the reading section of this special episode but before that a short break
the reading section returns this week and let's start reading from H.G. Wells The Time Machine. Look here, said the medical man. Are you perfectly serious or is this a trick like the ghost you showed us last Christmas? Upon that machine, said the time traveler, holding the lamp aloft, I intend to explore time. Is that plain? I was never more serious in my life. None of us knew quite, none of us quite knew how to take it. I caught Philby's eye over the shoulder of the medical man and he winked at me solemnly. I think that at the time, none of us quite believed in the time machine. The fact is, the time traveler was one of those men who were too clever to be believed. You never felt that you saw all around him. You always suspected some subtle reserve some ingenuity in ambush behind his lucid frankness had Philby shown the model and explained the matter in the time traveler's words we would have shown him far less skepticism for we should have perceived his motives a pork butcher could understand Philby but the time traveler had more than a touch of whim among his elements and we distrusted him. Things that would have made the frame of a less clever man seemed tricks in his hands. It is a mistake to do things too easily. The serious people who took him seriously never felt quite sure of his deportment. They were somehow aware that trusting their reputations for judgment with him was like furnishing a nursery with egg shell china. So I don't think any of us said very much about time traveling in the interval between that Thursday and the next, though its odd potentialities ran no doubt in most of our minds. Its plausibility, plausibility that is its practical incredibleness, the curious possibilities of anachronism and of utter confusion it suggested. But before we go further, a short break. Final reading of this morning's episode.
for my own part i was particularly preoccupied with the trick of the model that i remember discussing with the medical man who i met on friday at the linian he said he had seen a similar thing at tubigen and laid considerable stress on the blowing out of the candle but how the trick was done he could not explain this ends episode number 351 on the 14th of april 2021 for more awesome content tune in to the next episode of the weekly show